Hey fam, let's catch the moment. We open this space with the knowledge that the land in which we are located is occupied and unceded territories. On this, their traditional land and ancestral home, join us in acknowledging the tribal groups from where we personally vibe, including the Kickapoo, Kansas, Osage, Odos, Missouri, Padawami, Sioux, Shawnee, Wyandot, Choctaw, and Chitty Macha tribes. We look to you as we become better stewards of the land we inhabit. Peace and love. Let go. All right. Yeah. So story time. What's up? And welcome to the We Out Here podcast, the place to hear the stories of black, brown, and indigenous folks in science and nature. My name is Alexi G, coming to you from the Bulbancha, a.k.a. New Orleans. And with me, as always, what? hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, it's me, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> the one. Coming from, you know, uh, the Kaw, Kansas, Kickapoo area, this glorious melting pot that is uh, on the settler map known as KCMO and Kansas City, Kansas. We don't, we don't, we won't, we shan't forget them. Yes, yes. I can't. We've been gone yeah. for a while. It's been... We took a hiatus. We took a Juneteenth mm-hmm. hiatus, um, which was necessary to celebrate freedom and also really just stick it to the yeah, establishment. That's right. that's right. Take that state of Texas. Yeah. Deal with that. Or just like go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Just like sleep a little you know? bit. <laughs> that's freedom, too. Happy Juneteenth. Love you. We see freedom, you. Man. Get that music. Get that barbecue. Let's go. Get that barbecue, barbecue, man. Yeah. Allison and I, for those of you who don't know, if you're just tuning in for the first time ever, Allison and I are are from Kansas City, the birthplace of the best barbecue in the United States. Welcome. Mm. Enjoy. And if you don't believe us, take the word of a white man, Jason Sudeikis, (laughs) who is also from Kansas City. It's even on his show, Sponsored, Sponsored, Apple TV. Yo, come give us that money, right? (laughs) Um, Yes, on uh, Ted Lasso. There are lots of little gems. Exactly. Only the sauciest barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) So with us today is a very, very, very special guest. Our first marine aquatic guest of the season, (laughs) Anna Silverio. Introduce yourself with your name, your pronouns, and what you do. Hi, everyone. My name is Anna Silverio. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a marine biologist slash fishery scientist starting my master's. Yes. Ooh. Where at? If you want to, if you want to tell, if you want to. University, <laughs> the University of New Hampshire in the quantitative I'm marine ecology lab. Quantitative marine ecology? You know, when you hear ecology terms like lab. quantitative, that's when I, things get exciting. <laughs> Yeah, right? I, I hope by the end of my master's, I learned how to spell it correctly. The amount of times to say qualitative <laughs> instead of quantitative in my write-up, too many. Yes. Listen, it couldn't be as bad as people misspelling Renaissance right now, so <laughs> Yikes. let's go. Yikes. As, as, yeah. soon as, she, as soon as she mentioned the, the, the help of, like, please help me spell this correctly, I thought of me and Wednesday and how I have to literally say Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Wednesday, mm-hmm. I do that too in all February. Okay, all right. Well, I think it's story time. <laughs> so, in the summer of 2021, or like what I like to think it's summer, it's technically May, uh, at the end of May, um, 
in Miami, Florida. So it's not technically summer, but it certainly feels like it. (laughs) Welcome to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) That's very much how I felt like it was my first time there. Um, And I won a scholarship with Field School, which is a really awesome organization that kind of uh, takes these learning environments uh, and makes them fun, supportive, inclusive that every student gets these opportunities to experience these things like uh, shark tagging, be on a boat for a week, snorkeling, which is what the story will focus on. Um, and and I was able to win this win the scholarship. It was one of those random, like, I'm at home, inside, saw the application, let's go for it, and I won it, which was awesome. Um, so, you know, leading up to this, you know, got my gear cold called on twitter being like yo i don't know what snorkeling gear like needs like what brands what do i need so i don't like epically fail and what did the twitterverse like, tell you the twitterverse uh-huh. sent me so many links and they were so helpful um so i was able you know i flew down there i was so excited you know first time snorkeling i i get in my uber to take me to the marina like straight away from when I land um, oh, and getting to the marina. Yeah, it was like right off the bat land, we're getting going. Uh, the day was really hot and sticky, but knowing that I was heading to the marina cooled me off in my head. I was like, I'm about to be by the ocean. I'm excited. Um, the sea breeze was like immediate in my face as soon as I got out of the Uber, which was oh, like after being inside and being in the pen, like up until then, like it was like the next time I was by the ocean, mm-hmm. it was like, you, you get that sea smell of, like, the, the fresh fish coming out, the saltiness in the air. Uh, you hear all the gulls buzzing around, which is always something I love to hear once you're by the coast is, like, all the gulls. And all the boats are coming back in, like, so the water's sloshing around. Um, energy levels refilled. And so it was, like, I'm ex- Money in the yeah. air. Because it's, it's Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The sun was beating down, but yes. I could not care. I was like, I'm here for it. It was blinding in the sky, but I was like so excited to finally spending some time outside um, in, in, in the environment I love, by the ocean, on a boat. Like, I was so excited. Um, and so I start my walk over to the boat and, you know, very shakingly starting off kind of in my head, like overthinking the possibility of just like me falling into the water, just trying to get on this boat. <laughs> Cause I was like with my luggage from the airport, like I straight came from the airport trying to get on this boat. And I'm like, what if I drop this? What if I fall? <laughs> Wait, they didn't give you like a place to put your luggage. They just said, get on the boat with all your shit. Well, we'll be staying in the boat. Like it was a big boat, not just a small one. Oh, oh, oh it was a big boat. Okay. 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 Okay, we thought you were tug, tug, tugging along. I imagine they had you getting on Bubba Gump's crawler. Like, no, no, and in my head, I'm like, they got all these POCs just lugging their luggage around. <laughs> that is so trifling. No, yeah, it was a, it's a really my big bad. boat, RV garment, and housed like ten of us. So it's some close quarters, but like, it, it was really, it's a really good uh, space inside. Okay. So I'm like stumbling over this like little bridge they have to get onto the boat itself from the marina uh <laughs> and uh so immediately greeted by like their staff like hi. uh their captain hi. and some of the hi. other research scientists hi. aboard um hi. like hi like welcome like super warm welcome and immediately like luggage okay you need a place to go put that so they showed me the my room immediately um 
And, you know, I get into the space that was going to be mine. And, you know, it was like kind of a bunk bed situation. But the, just the idea of like, this is on a boat. I was like, whoa. And I know boats get bigger. I was like, this is already really big to me. What does so that was, room look like? So the best way I could describe it was like, kind of like a luxury closet. And <laughs> it's like slightly bigger than a closet and like kind of opens that way with like the folding door. Okay. Um, and okay. then you get in, it's like bed. And then Luxury like closet above it, other bed. And so it was it was a bug bed situation, but thankfully I had that room myself. Okay. Bless. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know what? That prepared you for East Coast living. It did, it did. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I just throw my stuff in there and be like, figure this out later. Because I, everybody was kind of arriving to the boat at the same time as well from their flight. So I go upstairs. I reach this kind of like communal area and that's kind of where I sit to, to wait till everybody else gets here. You know, we're doing like, hi, Amada, hi, nice to meet you. Where are you from? You excited? Yes, I am. Um, so we're all, <laughs> so we're all yes. eating, so we're all eating lunch uh, as we're getting to know each other, waiting for everybody to get there and then uh, their staff comes in and they go, okay, here's the plan for day. We're going snorkeling. And the rest of the week, we're just going to be shark tagging. Um, so I need to get, get really excited because that means I get to use my gear for the first time. And then I get to feel like I know what I'm doing because <laughs> I've never been snorkeling before, like I said. And I feel like up until this point, or well, it's 2021, so I have already graduated from college. So I have my bachelor's of marine science. But I've never been snorkeling before. So I felt like a fraud, even though I shouldn't be. But Absolutely not. That's that's but kinda yes. like that's kinda how it felt. And so I was really excited to get that like like little patch of honor, I guess, uh, into my like marine mm. toolbox. Um, and I expressed this immediately, kinda just because I was so excited and you know, a bunch of the other people I was there with like, Oh, like that's so exciting that I like you're a first timer, like I've like I love snorkeling or I love scuba diving, I've done xyz before and i've been to xyz before and that was like awesome that i got to listen to everybody else's expertise but also i was very much like i don't want to make a fool of myself <laughs> mm -hmm. and, but um things kind of get going like one like one thing to the next as people are arriving or like hey we're gonna get ready for this boat to start like taking us to the snorkeling site um, and you know, my heart starts racing a bit like, okay, we're actually doing this. We're actually doing this. Um, and they say like, oh, like if you guys want to go get ready, like get your, like, like whatever you're going to wear out to snorkel. And even then I was like, okay, I brought a wetsuit, but like, what do you wear under the wetsuit? And like, do I even have the right kind? <laughs> I was like, kind of like, I had never yeah, even thought I was about like, that. so what do you wear under a wetsuit? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're just like, you're like, wear shorts. So you wear your like uh, swimsuit. And I was like, okay, got it. So I didn't. So I was like, okay, Intel uh, <laughs> changed into my wetsuit, went outside, and I was like, kind of like, I hope I'm not like accidentally looking like someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, but thankfully, everyone was like, oh, I love your wetsuit. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so I'm doing this right. <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I love wetsuit, but make it fashion in your luxury yeah. closet. In yes, the luxury yeah. closet. I just imagine the idea of you're hanging out the back of your wetsuit. Yeah. It's like walking out the bathroom with toilet paper on your shoe. <laughs> no, instead, it was a wetsuit catwalk. Yeah. Boom, yes. Boom, boom, boom. Fashion, 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 fashion. I was so terrified of like wearing it backwards on accident. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I can see that because zipping up your <laughs> way makes sense to me, other than the feet. 
Other than the feet. The feet, <laughs> the would, feet would be up, a actually. disaster. <laughs> oh my god. At first I was like, maybe I'll wear like the actual like all whole wetsuit, but what first of all, it was Miami, it was hot and mm. the water was not gonna be cold. So oh, I luckily yeah. brought my other one, which is I can't remember the technical name for it, but it's basically like you have like it looks like swim bottoms, but the top half is completely like a wetsuit, completely covers your arms. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, but it doesn't completely cover your legs. Great. So I chose that I one, hmm. hoping that like okay, just hopefully someone else is also wearing something like this. <laughs> uh, but I was good. I was golden. Um, and which was also a good decision because I think I would have been really hot in the other one. And I don't even think I would have been able to put it on all by myself, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> Those things are really tight. Uh, but, you know, I walk outside and I'm like, so, like instant smell of sunscreen because everyone's starting to apply. And yeah. the smell of sunscreen either triggers two things. You're like going to the beach or going to a water park. <laughs> yes. But both things are happy memories. So I was, hi- I was hyped. Um, and, and, you know, we, we apply sunscreen, we all sit down on this, like, sort of bench-like area at, that's in the back of the boat. Um, and all our gears to our left. And we kind of get, start getting, like, the, the, the kind of spiel you give, you know, what you hear on roller coasters, like, please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Uh, we kind of start getting that mm-hmm. spiel of safety, uh, don't do this, don't do that, please keep yourself safe. Um, and then they get to the question... Who's snorkeling for the anybody snorkeling for the first time? And me and another girl, like very slowly, like put our hands up, like we are. Um, and they were very excited. Obviously, they were like, "Okay, awesome. That just means we're gonna have to go a little bit more detail and what we're explaining. Not a problem." And as the boat's taking off, we, we're slowing out of the marina. We're you know cruising by the rest of the boats, um, getting out to the bay. You know, Miami skyline in front of us, it's beautiful. Uh, water is like super blue and nice, which is what you don't see in Texas. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't got that brown water? Brown water. I feel like there's, yeah. there's, there's little ting, 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 ting on everything as <laughs> you're like sailing out. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And we turn the corner to go under uh, a bridge that kind of separates like the, the, the inner city bay to be like on the way out to the open ocean mm. um and you know that boat starts cranking speed so it's like oh, and we're ready to go and the wind and the breeze picks up to the point where like you can't really hear anything right and it's just so like mm-hmm. moment of the edge of the titanic you're just kind of like taking it all in um uh-huh. and it was awesome and uh you know we're we're, we're talking we're mingling amongst ourselves uh kind of like talking about like oh the wind's really strong today that means like the currents are going to be a bit stronger just fyi but like should not be a problem um they kind of describe the site to be kind of a seagrass area uh so it'll be shallow and we'll be able to see some um nursery fish who you know stay there for the beginning portions of their lives uh, on the edge of like a kind of a mangrove habitat so it was really exciting to see that um and we start slowing down and so we anchor in, and that's when the whole spiel starts. We're like, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. These are, and they start explaining all the equipment, right? So um, they go through, like, these are your fins. This is how you wear them. This is how we wear them. Found out that sometimes there's, like, a special kind of sock. I did not bring the special kind of sock. But I think they were like, it's the, war- the water's warm enough. You won't be swimming for that long. You should be fine. But apparently there's a special mm-hmm. kind of sock you can wear <laughs> inside a fin. 
um, you know, goes over our snorkel, our, our like goggle mask situation. Uh, there were so many things I just didn't know that like goes into it. Like you can buy like uh, special sea drops that you put on your mask so it doesn't fog. You can like mm. see. Yeah. Apparently, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that one. I've heard a few like spit yeah, on it. Yeah, I heard spit on it because I think they were like, because I bought, I bought the, like, the special kind because I was like, I don't know. And we get there like, you can yeah. spit on it or you can use hand sanitizer or like, oh. Or like, I think it was like baby oil. Allison's face looks so disgusting. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I couldn't even. That's fine. <laughs> and give us the rundown of like, this is how well it should fit on your face. You know, remember to breathe out of your mouth because your nose would be in the goggle, the goggle mask. And that's something uh-huh. that you don't think you need to be told, but you do need to be told. So remember to breathe uh-huh. out of your mouth. Um, how to use a snorkel, uh, all that situation. Um, and then got into the part where my brain was trying to absorb every single second of when they explained how to jump off the boat, how to land in the water, how to signal you're safe, which is uh, making a fist with your hand and putting it above your head and kind of like tapping your head with it. Um, mm-hmm. That signals them that you're good, you're safe, you made it into water, okay. Um, and then they also explained how to swim with the fins. And so obviously we are not fish people. So the way we swim is we move our knees. So we move our knees and if we move them faster, you swim faster as well as your arms. Uh, um, I used to swim as a kid, so that's how I learned to swim. That's how everybody learns to swim. But when you're using fins, you're pretending to be a fish uh you have to kind of elongate your strides instead of pedaling faster so your motion comes from your hips instead of your knees actually you want to ideally keep your knees straight and not bend them <laughs> and my brain goes how the heck am i, I supposed that seems to swim so <laughs> counterintuitive yeah okay. and so i'm a big visual person so they're using words and i'm like i don't know what the hell this looks like and they're trying to kind of show me, like, on the deck itself, like, pretending to, like, paddle on the, the deck. And I'm like, I, I kind of see it, but I kind of don't understand how I'm supposed to do this. And in my brain, it's easy to be like, oh, I'll just use my hips then. Duh. But it, as, as I get into it, it did not come second nature to me. It was super hard to do without, mm-hmm. like, looking yourself in a mirror, which you can't do in the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I, the more I talk about it with this with people, they're it's like, oh, I went through the same thing. Like, it's not like something that's so second nature to us. Um, and it, it, we kind of get like, we get to the, we're anchored down and we're finishing this talk and we really get sent off to like, okay, start preparing your, your gear. And thankfully, shout out to Captain Nick came over specifically to me and the other girl who were doing this for the first time. We're like, let's do this together. And I was like, awesome. And the wave of relief I had when he was like, oh my gosh, your gear, it's awesome. I love this brand. I'm like, get something right. <laughs> I'm Thank solid. you, Captain Nick, so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, obviously, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> um, and, and so it was just like a little reassuring that I like did buy like some good quality gear. So I wasn't going to be like half snorkeled, like gone because it was like, not made for this or something yeah. um but they did an amazing job explaining everything showing us how to do the movements and the legs um how to fit my snorkel on my face how to like breathe the water out of my snorkel if i get water in it stuff like that mm-hmm. um and we get ready to jump off the boat and me and the other girl were gonna go last because we're gonna have we were gonna have a very special buddy 
<laughs> to make sure that we're okay, which I appreciated. Um, and jumping off the the boat, it was very much like you kind of move up to the edge. You kind of waddle, really, because you have your fins on. Um, and uh-huh. you jump uh, sort of backwards so that you land facing them. And they have a rope lined out so that you can quickly grab onto it so you're not, like, wishing away with the current so that you can signal that you're okay. Because there's no point of you being able to signal with them if they can't see you anymore. Or it's also important to jump away so that you accidentally don't start moving towards, like, their their propeller isn't on, but it's also just not good to accidentally end up under the boat. And so I, as I'm getting to my spot, I'm meticulously watching everybody jump in. I'm like, okay, she did this. Okay, she did this. And I'm, like, moving, like, closer and, like, pretending to do it so I can have the movements down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's finally my turn, and I just kind of, like, go for it. And it's it's just so like water is rushing over you. You're submerged. You you get the the taste of that saltiness in, in ocean water in your mouth. That you're just like I forgot that you know this has a taste. <laughs> you see, <laughs> and, like oysters. like oysters exactly. Now that I know that, um, and the first thing you need to do is expel that water out of your snorkel. And I I basically mm. just like huff and puff like the hardest I could because I just didn't know how much strength he needed just like I need to make sure those water's out um, and I do that quick got, grab onto the rope and signal that I'm okay with a fist over my head the feeling of wearing fins underwater is so unique I immediately try to like start wading like straight up and it's hard to do because it almost feels like you're wearing high heels mm, or like your okay. feet aren't your feet anymore they're right. suddenly like longer, obviously, because yes. of the fin. Yes, okay, and yes. You, you can't feel the plastic part, so it feels like you have phantom limbs and you're trying so hard to like stand, and it's like high heels that are too tall for you, and you're kind of like, I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm stepping on. So it was very difficult for me to like try to figure out a way to like, like be wading in the water without like swimming away. <laughs> of my fins mm-hmm. and so it was like my head's like half in half out and like bobbing like a bobby head in the ocean like just trying to make sure i'm like and can i still breathe can i still breathe <laughs> <laughs> waiting for like that signal that like we're gonna keep going um and so then my buddy was like all right we can start swimming out to the site so we we were obviously in the deeper part because the the shallow part would be way too shallow for a boat so our purpose was to like swim over to the very much more shallow site and hang out around there by the time I, like, landed in the water, everybody was gone. They were out on the side already, as far as can be. And so we, we needed to catch up, and so we started swimming. And immediately, like I described, did not know how to swim with the fins. <laughs> I was trying to go faster, and my brain goes, okay, so pedal faster. Nope, that just makes it harder because you're working against gravity. You're working against, you know, water resistance, mm-hmm. your physics, yeah. physics that I'm not good at. And uh, so I'm like, okay, from the hips, I don't know how to move my hips. I how I move them side to side, but I'm supposed to move them up and down. That's not working. <laughs> I'm like, 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 what Allison's moving right now? Like, I'm kind of just like jerking around in the ocean. So you're like, okay, are my hips moving? Are my hips moving? <laughs> And so I tried my best doing like the half in between of like I'm half pedaling fast, half trying to use my hips. And I'm looking down into the water with my goggles. It's turbid. The current's strong. 
uh, turbidines are like it's, the visibility is very low, and I can't see to the bottom because it's very deep. It feels like I'm not moving because I can't have a point of reference in the ocean of something moving past me. So I'm trying my hardest. This is the hardest cardio I've done in like a like year. <laughs> yes. Uh, Can you feel the heat? <laughs> my legs are burning. My lungs are like, I'm like, I, I did cross country in high school too. So I'm like, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Wait a second. I can't do that. I have goggles on. So I'm like, my training is failing me. My training is failing me. And so I'm just trying to calm myself down because I'm like, okay, I'm underwater, but I can breathe. I have my snorkel out of the water. I can breathe. Okay, I am breathing. So I at least can keep going. And I'm constantly moving my head out of the water, like just in and out, in and out. So I'm splashing around and like my goggles are constantly having to like have to be wiped because I'm breaching that kind of surface all the time just to make sure that I'm moving. I'm like, are those distant figures getting closer <laughs> please tell me they're getting closer that i'm moving closer towards them because it just didn't feel like i was moving it felt like i was running in place almost just because the current was so strong and i had no point of reference i don't think i was doing it right uh, my poor buddy juliana was like doing the best she could to be like reassuring to be like you're still you're still moving you're moving <laughs> you're doing good <laughs> and then a freaking spotlight in front of me the sun finally starts penetrating like shallow enough to where I can see something on the ground and I wish there was like some kind of like music to like like in that moment I, I felt symphonies going off because I was like I can see seagrass I can see the bottom and as I'm seeing the bottom I can see myself moving by the bottom so I'm like I'm moving forward confirm we're moving but then at the same time I'm like oh shit like I can see the ground and I can see underwater so this is like kind of that first time I'm realizing that I'm being able to like see what's going on underwater and under the sea and seeing what's buzzing around while we're just like always on the ground You're like I'm in the ocean I'm in the ocean yeah and, and it's just so surreal because you know you study it for so long you see the YouTube videos you see the documentaries you read about it in textbooks um you hear other people's stories but then you're seeing it for the first time you're like humans we're not like evolved to be able to do this, but here I am doing this. Fins mm -mm. um, and all. Fins <laughs> <laughs> and all. And uh, I, I finally get to the point where, you know, the, the current isn't as strong anymore in the shallow water. I'm able to focus more on my form, finally get it down a bit more. Um, and the seagrass starts turning into to, to more seagrass and you start noticing these jellyfish at the bottom like have these like purple-ish shells which is like the head of the jellyfish but mm -hmm. the way they were on the bottom is like they were upside down so their stingers were up at first it looked like uh like sea enemies but you know i asked them like oh no that's a jellyfish oh like, kind of like no. a hydra a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i started um, noticing okay. so many of these on the floor and it's just like you see things in aquariums but when you're seeing them in real life doing their jellyfish things you're like right. there you are you're doing your thing yeah, yeah. and it, it it was so like ironic to have spent so much of that when with my head constantly above water to make sure that i was like moving to this point where i was like i'm not taking my eyes off of this mm -hmm. i'm not i'm yeah. not breaching the water for anything uh i i get to the group of people and you know, they're all exploring around as well and moving from here or there. And I kind of swim towards like a, a little bit bigger opening where there was less people. 
and spend some kind of like one-on-one time with like the mangroves. Mangroves are awesome because their root systems all underwater and the way they look underwater is just like cascading branches down to the floor mm-hmm. and the sun beams down and it like breaks apart. It hits these branches and creates these small little spotlight moments all underwater and I'm watching and there's like hundreds of like small juvenile fish just swimming out of these branches like that's all they were made to do is just to swim. I was just so uh, like look at them in their little nursery habitat you learn it and you see it and like they really do just hang out by these little roots and live their little fish mm-hmm. lives until they're big enough to move on. <laughs> swim somewhere else. I was happy that I pushed myself to keep doing this. Cause there's many points in that swim over where I was like fighting the current where I was like, I'm not strong enough for this, or I'm not like aerobic mm-hmm. enough for this. And no, like, uh, thankfully, like, you know, Catherine, who's one of the research scientists on the boat, she like spoke with me there in like that one-on-one time. I was like, you know, you did awesome for your first time. Like you're going to have an easier time anytime else. Cause like currents aren't going to be this strong. I was like, nice. But accomplishing that and just experiencing that for the first time I was very much like a different person afterwards mm. I was so more mm. much appreciative of like of what's happening all around at the same time you we're even speaking right now you know there's so much that we don't see but the world's a busy busy bee I love that I'm I'm yeah, so, I, I mean I love any marine story and I I again that's probably why I failed because I have yet to Take the dive. <laughs> I don't know if you failed, Allison. You just haven't succeeded in that. Thank yet. you. Thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. a great way I was to look sitting at here it. thinking like, yeah. gosh, I know I need to do that. It's it's just one of those things that freaks me out a little. I can't swim. I'm a decent swimmer. It's not that. It's just, I I was wanted to be the Sea World girl. That was yeah. my dream in life. No, yeah, I mean, Allison, Allison was <laughs> going for it. I relate. Like I feel the same. I still don't have my scuba diving license, even though after this experience, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's sort of terrifying to me because there's so many things that could go wrong but everybody i talk to goes right well i mean you'll be fine like i'm fine like it just you get used to it but to me like i was like what is you're underwater (laughs) right you're like chilling underwater underwater. also if you come up underwater you you come up from underwater too fast you like boil on the inside like what's happening how unnatural that? that is to just be underwater like you're you're, it's one of the like technological advancements I think that's like really like put us in a different world is some people talk about going to space but all you really got to do is go underwater they're all there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for they're real all there. I think it's it's pretty interesting how I was noticing that throughout the story when you were talking about the part that you were most anxious about uh, a lot of your your thinking seemed to be more abstracted and you were thinking about like you know, I'm not, I'm not as good Mm -hmm. as these other people, or I'm nervous about my skills or, you know, thinking about like the consequences or hyper awareness of what you don't know, uh, to when you got comfortable and your anxiety decreased, you seem to have a more presence of mind where you were very present in the moment you were appreciating the things around you. And I think that that metaphorically in general, when it comes to like our own anxieties about things that really holds up when it comes to you know, a lot of times when we get really nervous about something and are scared to do something, a lot of times just bringing your thoughts to like being more present in the moment can be incredibly alleviating. Yours was more of a result of like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. So like you naturally shifted <laughs> to no longer having to devote mental faculties to all this other stuff. 
But in terms of like managing our own anxieties, a lot of times, you know, doing presence of mind exercises can oh, be Oh yeah, really most helpful. definitely. It's very much like helps you just have a different like brain path mm-hmm. when you think. Because I very much tend yeah. to jump to that worst case scenario. But something I was told yeah. is that we can choose our thoughts the way we choose our clothes in the morning. And choosing mm-hmm. those thoughts that give us oh, more. Got right there. <laughs> we can be more present minded <laughs> rather than being this abstract big yeah. picture that takes us away sort of sometimes. Shook. Do you do the the counting sensory exercises when you get because you you mentioned uh, that you you have like anxiety anxiety yeah um, and do you ever do those those sensory counting exercises I do sometimes uh, sometimes they work sometimes mm-hmm. they don't like everything but it is yeah. very grounding yeah. being able to breathe and telling my brain you're like hey you're breathing so you're fine yeah. works yeah. wonders to snap your brain out of that fight or flight response to like oh nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. So for people who aren't familiar with these, uh, these can be done for people who have anxiety disorders or people who just are anxious or nervous about something. Uh, You take a moment, you just like breathe, count your breaths, and then you can identify like a number, like three as the random number I choose, where it's like three things that you can hear. Mm -hmm. One thing you can smell. Because uh, I usually don't smell that many things yeah. in any given space, hopefully. Uh, two or three sounds that you can hear. When you identify them, like really think about them and then just like focus on that. And what you do is you shift your thinking to like what is in your, your present moment. environment. Yeah. And as long as you're not, yeah, as long as you're not in like a very stimulating, <laughs> scary environment, it can oftentimes be helpful. Yeah. Um, so something for people to think about. Using. I love that. And I love that nature has the ability to do that it really on its does. own. Yep. Anna, who who would you like to give some shouts out to? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to give a shout out to Field School, who you know gave me this opportunity and created such uh, an inclusive space to do this for the first time. Nice. So you know, they're get out into the field uh, out in uh, on Google if you want to Google that. And also, you know, shout out to Myth, which is Minorities in Shark Sciences. Yeah, you know, their their co-founders, you know, Jasmine, Amani, Carly, and Jada. Awesome, awesome, yes. awesome people yes. who are yeah, doing cool people online. Incredible work in in mm-hmm. making this space just so much more accessible to everybody and just creating opportunities out the wazoo. Like they're doing awesome work. So being generous. Yeah. Go donate to them. I'm always mind boggled. Y'all are put they are putting in work and they deserve recognition. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I'm I'm gonna leave us with one last joke. Oh no. When getting off the boat, why do scuba divers fall backwards? Because if they went forward, they'd fall in the boat. Get us out of here. Oh. (laughs) We out. Here podcast is Allison Jones and Alexi Cruz's show theme by Spencer Snedden and show graphics by Khalif Gillette. Follow us on Twitter at We Out Here Pod and on Instagram at The We Out Here Pod. If y'all like the show, then hit us with a review. Give us a little five star rating wherever you listen to your podcast because we're just a couple of clowns trying to make our way in this circus. So you know, check out the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash We Out Here Pod. You'll be able to listen to a full length interview and epilogue from Honest Story and from other ones from our guests. You'll also have access to merch, listener questions, and other such bonuses. But most of all, you'll know that you're helping support directly two black creatives struggling to bring y'all this blitz. 
And speaking of black and brown creatives, check out Miss Minorities and Shark Sciences and support them in their endeavors of making marine sciences more accessible and safe for the brown folks around. Now on a final note, the We Out Here podcast supports land back and returning of the homelands of indigenous people of North America to the indigenous people of North America. An important announcement was made this summer that the Onondaga Nation will secure a thousand acres of their historical land around Onondaga Lake up in New York after this years-long legal battle with the Honeywell Corporation. Their legal fight is far from over, but this is a significant victory for those people and we love to see it. We encourage our listeners to support and celebrate their win as a win for us all and look into ways in which you can support the local tribes in your area. Solidarity forever, y'all. Now, put on some sunscreen, go on and get outside. In the show right now.